Welcome to our podcast called It's Just Pot, What's the Problem? Every Brain Matters. Today is a public service announcement from Ed Wood, who is director of DUID Victims Voices and a Colorado resident, as he responds to PBS Nova's documentary called The Cannabis Question. Please share this podcast and give us a good review. September 29th, 2021, Boston's public broadcasting station, WGBH, released its Nova documentary entitled The The Cannabis Question. A week later, it sponsored a panel discussion on the same topic. WGBH asked panel discussion attendees their opinion of the presentations. So I told them what I thought. And here's what I sent them. Perhaps you think the cannabis question is a balanced presentation because it does a reasonable job of presenting some of the science of two chemicals in cannabis, THC and CBD. Unfortunately, much of the science goes over the heads of a general public not trained in magnetic resonance imaging, for example. However, the public does relate to personal stories, and that's why you featured seven such stories in the program, all from users claiming benefits of cannabis. Nowhere were viewers introduced to the victims of THC use, even though some of the risks that create THC victims were identified by your expert interviewees. Risks such as addiction, psychosis, schizophrenia, suicide, cannabis hyperemesis syndrome, and traffic crashes. Now, of course, victims of suicide and traffic fatalities could not be interviewed, but I know for a fact that many victims' families are not only willing to testify, but have done so. Your frequent false statements prove the program's lack of balance. I expected the foolish and inflammatory statements from the Drug Policy Alliance, but I did not expect your narrator's reference to a, quote, cannabis wellness industry, close quote. That industry is responsible for more deaths and destroyed lives than you admit in your comparison of THC safety with that of other drugs. That does not qualify as a wellness industry. You never even mentioned driving impairment and increased perhaps thousands of traffic deaths and hundreds of thousands of traffic injuries implicating THC. If NOVA is interested in presenting the science and victims of THC driving impairment, let me know. If you want to interview the families of other victims, I can put you in touch with a great number of them. So what are these false statements I mentioned? Well, here are a few of them. Right off the bat, the narrator, one minute in, said, federal law blocks science. Nonsense. How do you explain over 35,000 peer-reviewed cannabis manuscripts in the scientific literature or the scientific work you yourself cited at UCLA? Washington University, UC San Diego, Johns Hopkins, and the various hospitals where your interviewees work. Or here's Ms. Frederick of the Drug Policy Alliance, 34 minutes in. Cannabis is a driving force fueling mass incarceration, targeting poor people and communities of color. To which I would respond, Ms. Frederick, you're preaching a false narrative. 
Disparate treatment continues in states that have legalized marijuana, as Dr. Cunningham, one of the film's interviewees, pointed out. There are certainly some exceptions, but generally, incarceration is fueled by bad behavior. States like Colorado that have legalized marijuana found that racial differences in arrest rates for drug-related crimes did not disappear after legalization. They actually increased. So don't sell legalization as a cure for racism. It does not solve the problem. Here's a comment from Dr. Cunningham, 48 minutes into the program. She said, cannabis users show an across-the-board improvement in a number of different cognitive tasks that require executive function. Now, Dr. Cunningham did caution that her findings have not been peer-reviewed. And I will tell you that literally thousands of peer-reviewed studies show that THC does impair executive function. See the book, Cannabis and Medicine, published by Springer in 2020, edited by Dr. Ken Finn for some of these references. The narrator also said five minutes and 45 seconds in, cannabis consists of over 400 compounds, 100 of which are cannabinoids. Well, that's true, but it's pretty irrelevant for smoked marijuana. When marijuana burns, it results in an estimated two to 3,000 compounds, most of which have never been characterized. You have no idea what you're sucking into your lungs. The narrator also said 42 minutes and 50 seconds in, cannabis is safer than other medications we've used for decades. Well, I presume the narrator is speaking of opioids when he mentions other medications. But that's really faint praise. A nine millimeter bullet is half as deadly as a 45 caliber bullet. And a 22 caliber bullet is half as deadly as a nine millimeter bullet. That does not mean that we should shoot people with 22 caliber bullets because it's safe to do so. Two minutes and 27 seconds in, the narrator said, a majority of people now live in states where cannabis is legal. Well, not quite. First, it's still illegal at the federal level. It's just that federal laws are not being enforced. But second, the majority of towns, cities, and counties still outlaw licensed marijuana drug dealers in California and Colorado where recreational marijuana is legal. Except in big cities, people don't want drug dealers in their neighborhood. The narrator also said, 43 minutes and 20 seconds in, about 9% of users will develop a cannabis addiction. Well, that is an out-of-date reference. It's based upon low-concentration THC products, something that you incorrectly term potency. And it refers to adults. For adolescents, the addiction rate is far higher. And with high-concentration THC products, it also appears to be higher. In Colorado, 48% of all marijuana users in the last 30 days claim daily or near-daily use. The narrator said 35 minutes and 20 seconds in, over 40,000 people are behind bars for cannabis, mainly for possession. Well, what you need to know is that most possession sentences are the result of a plea bargain down from more serious offenses. I don't know the number of prison uh, population for possession only, but it's far less than 40,000. 24 minutes and 30 seconds in, the narrator began promoting epidiolex, 
for treatment of autism. This may be a valid promotion. I hope it is. But promoting it before the data are available is as intelligent and responsible as Donald Trump recommending hydroxychloroquine to treat COVID-19. 34 minutes and 59 seconds in, Ms. Frederick said, cannabis is an essential service. Well, it's only been deemed an essential service in states where the politicians are drinking Kool-Aid like Jared Polis in Colorado and Gavin Newsom in California. Toward the end of the program, 50 minutes, 39 seconds in, Ms. Federique said, we need to legalize cannabis. We need to put more money into research to learn more about this substance. This is a fundamental problem that we're facing. People want to legalize first and then study the effects. That makes about as much sense as Nancy Pelosi's comment that we need to pass the Obamacare bill to find out what's in it. States have legalized marijuana before learning of its adverse effects. Now that we know those effects, we are ignoring them because the industry is too powerful, the taxes it generates are too alluring, because politicians are either ignorant, compromised, or spineless, and because the gullible public has been misled by an industry that has little sympathy for the victims it is creating daily. And because the public broadcasting service and other media outlets will not disclose the full truth. Through a good part of the program, starting three minutes in, the narrator talks about the use of THC to treat PTSD. You can treat PTSD, or anything else for that matter, with Macbeth's Eye of Newt if you want to. That doesn't mean that it works. It doesn't mean that it cures PTSD. THC in low doses only has a positive temporary effect in masking some PTSD symptoms. Dr. Vandry pointed that out. Effective long-term treatment requires psychotherapy as well as medications to control symptoms. Promoting self-medication to treat a serious condition like PTSD is simply irresponsible. I could go on, but it should be perfectly clear by now that Nova's film, The Cannabis Question, does not qualify as journalism. It is simply pro-pot propaganda. This was recorded on October 9th, 2021. PBS Nova has the Cannabis Question as their featured video on their YouTube channel. Every Brain Matters is grateful for Ed Wood in the DUID Victims' Voices. They provide factual data to improve public health and safety. Support DUID victims by sharing this podcast and the link to their blog found in the description. Thank you, Edward. Every Brain Matters is a community and alliance of support, advocacy, and science. We call for a cultural change. Join us at everybrainmatters.org.